0: And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is another episode of Rock Bottom to Recovery, where we uh, discuss um, respectfully um, all roads to recovery. And, uh, you know, if you were tuning in last week, uh, we were talking about uh, ballot question four in Massachusetts. And I showed a couple of the promo ads for the pro-marijuana people. And I was just trying to uh, make a point that what – um uh, this, the, the voters, the will of the voters is what I hear. Um, what we were sold is not what we're getting. Um, and so you can go back and you can actually check out that video, check out the ads. Uh, the ads were great. I'm sure, uh, Henny, you guys, they must've been promoting, um, leading up to, what was it? Amendment 64 in Colorado? Yes.
1: The campaign to legalize marijuana, uh, was a constitutional amendment, um, Amendment sixty-four that was before the voters in two thousand and twelve, uh, and the campaign was funded by a tremendous amount of out-of-state money, national organizations, because Colorado's constitution uh, is very easy to amend, um, and also uh, we were right for it, uh, just given that we're in the West and we would had medical marijuana for since the year two thousand. So a lot of the building blocks were in place that made Colorado um, the perfect opportunity for the industry to run an initiative, which of course passed by a a very large margin, uh, 55% to 45% against. So um, it's now a part of our state constitution, uh, which will be um, for, for us that live in Colorado that marijuana legalization, and commercialization is here
0: to stay. Right, right. And it's making its way across the country. If you guys are tuning in, um, we are live on Facebook, so we have a video and you can watch the video. We're also on iTunes and Podbean. Our guest today is Henny Leslie, and she comes from Smart Colorado. Um, and I was looking on the website, Henny, and I saw that. Uh, that So you as you just said, that um, re- recreational marijuana marijuana, um, uh, went up and rolling in 2012, but you guys, Colorado didn't start until 2013, is that right?
1: That's correct. Um, After Amendment 64 passed, the uh, governor charged the legislature with forming um, a task force, a regulatory task force to put together the um, the licensing structure and put all of the state uh, departments in place because, Again, we were the first, so there really wasn't a roadmap for recreational marijuana. Um, we came together because when the task force ranked their priorities, the health and safety of Colorado kids uh, ranked last. And um, there was a gr- group of us very interested in the impacts on kids. And it was with that ranking of last that we determined that that was not acceptable. Um, Colorado kids. And we um, opted immediately to to quickly form as an organization. We're a nonprofit. Um, We don't take any marijuana tax revenues from the state of Colorado. We're privately funded. We're citizen-led. And um, so we don't have any skin in the game. We also don't take any money from the marijuana industry, although we've been offered many times to do so.
0: And your mission, um, and and this is, so if you're tuning in, uh, Henny Leslie is from Smart Colorado. Um, and their sole mission is to protect the health and safety and well-being of Colorado youth as marijuana becomes increasingly available and commercialized. Uh, now, it's been up and rolling since 2012. Um, and I, I just want to um, uh, quickly, Henny, list um, the, your five principles for Smart Colorado because I was looking at them, and I think they're spot on. <clears throat> to advocate the interest of parents and children concerning underage marijuana usage, to promote the use of scientific data and policy-making decisions, to limit the potency oh. of THC in all forms of marijuana, um, to ensure the usage of clearly identifiable inside and outside packaging for all marijuana products, and to establish sti- strict regulations for the types of marijuana, edibles, and products entering the marketplace, especially those that appeal to children. So <clears throat> I, I I think, um, you know, those obviously are, uh, you know, uh, spot-on principles when it comes to the children and, and educating them. I, I, I will tell you that... Um, <clears throat> that's what's kind of was sold to us. And we have an open pot shops. They open up July 1st. Um, and in that, that period of time from the time that it was the ballot question passed, uh, we've had, um, we've had high school and middle school kids up at, end up in the emergency emergency room for the, um, the marijuana, edible marijuanas that were brought to the school. Um, we've had, uh, accidents, car accidents, uh, all throughout the state. Um, uh, um, I know, like last week, I mentioned Walpo and all those accidents that I, had, I mentioned last week, all the kids were under the age of 21, but they were all marijuana-related. Uh, we had a hash oil explosion a- in the same town. Um, so we're experiencing <clears throat> all the things that you guys experienced and uh, uh, have been working on trying to uh, fix those issues, Correct.
1: Yes, so I feel like I'm taking a step back in time because the initial unintended consequences that also occurred out here in Colorado um, and continue to this day, there was a hash oil explosion with a felony in our our Constitution, excuse me, um, as a statute. You're not allowed to do that, but of course there still is hash oil production going on in the black market. Um, So... You know, there are there. Are, these are concerns that um, your communities are going to face, and I think probably this is the biggest disconnect between typical uh, what voters thought they approved, which right. might have been, you know, the days gone by, a little weed and a baggie, right? Um, to um, what we call it now is is marijuana in Colorado is no longer a plant. Marijuana in Colorado, the market is about. That sold on the commercial market is about uh, one-half concentrate, which of course goes into edibles and vaporizers, dab rigs, et cetera, uh, and other forms of marijuana. Um, and then the, the other half of the commercial market is, is actual. so there's been a tremendous shift and tremendous innovation um, and quite a disconnect, especially among parents. That think that um, you know this is the the weed from days gone by, and it's it couldn't be farther from the truth. Right. So it's very it's critical that parents and trusted adults, and 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 consumers for that matter, understand what they're getting because there is there is concerns around today's marijuana in Colorado for these health purposes.
0: And you're talking about um, what they're getting as far as packaging and potency and and things along those lines, correct?
1: Yes. I mean, you know, if you if you grew up in the 70s or the 80s, you know, marijuana came across the border each week. It it was it was giggle giggle juice, right. okay? It was low potency, 2 to 8%. Um, around 3% was one of the early statistics in the 80s when the feds started originally testing it. Um, now in Colorado, the average potency for flour and for uh, bud is 17.1%. And the, average, the concentrated form of marijuana, which goes into the vapes, the dabs, the um, edibles, um, sodas, any other kind of food product or health product, um, is upwards of 62%. And we've seen it as high as 95%. So the, the psychoactive component of marijuana is now what's really marketed in our state. And the unfortunate part about that is that um, all marijuana is, is regulated the same, and so everybody thinks it's the same. And obviously there's a huge difference between a low-potent bud and um, you know, a very highly potent edible or concentrate.
0: Yeah, so it's a totally different. It's a totally different marijuana from when we were growing up, Henny. Um, I don't. Um, y- we lost your picture on the um, on the screen. I don't know if. Um, uh, y- um, y- y- do you think it's something on her end or? Uh, uh, no click on video app Can you click on the video app again, Henny? The uh, the video um, icon and see if you pop back up.
1: Okay, did you did you get me?
0: Um, no. <clears throat> Guys, if you're tuning in, we can't see Henny because she's way up in the mountains of Colorado. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So we might lose, her, as yeah. you can see. I don't know. It's still. Um, we don't have you on the screen. Um, and that, but that's fine. We can hear you, and um, and that'll work too. So, um, it's nice to actually, uh, you know, put a face to the voice, but. Uh, if we can get you back up, can we you, will. Uh, I
1: just tried it again.
0: No luck. No. Uh, what's that? Yes. Yeah, so we're just going to keep rolling, Henny, Because I know you're at a you're at a conference, and and, okay. and um and you're taking time out of that to um to reach out and um and talk to us, which I think is fantastic. So so you guys have really been doing a lot of work uh, on the policies and um legislation and really staying connected in with your politicians and and how is that working out i mean i I, there must be henny there must be like i mean you can't hide the things that are going on in colorado right
1: uh no you can't but um you know things are things are very very challenging we have you know we have a Billion and a half dollars tree, that last legislative session employed um, upwards of seventy-five paid lobbyists okay. to to um, promote the the marijuana commercialization. And it's really important that people understand that what we're about is not really the legalization. We're not really talk, we're talking about the commercialization, yeah. and so it is a. David and Goliath at our state capitol, <coughs> um, because anytime you entertain tax revenue and you put money into play, you know that's the ball game.
0: Right, and money always. Uh... So
1: we fight. We fight for. We fight for protections. Um, we'll fight for protections. For example, to get edibles marked so that parents and teachers and kids have a way of identifying the present in an edible. And then the next session we spent fighting to keep that from being repealed. So, you know, it's it's definitely a it's definitely a challenge.
0: Yeah. And but one
1: that's very worth it.
0: Right. And what if some of the things that you've seen happen since the time that uh, amendment sixty four passed, uh, how is it how's it played a part in the um in the schools in Colorado? Because I know um, you know, people are always they always tell oh, you know, is more dangerous. Um, and we know we do know that alcohol is uh, n- um, number one among abuse among um, teens. Um, but I also saw I somewhere I was looking that it, it has become number one in Colorado um, in the schools.
1: Well, it's uh, marijuana is, is has been identified as the number one concern
0: concern um, okay. of
1: of um, superintendents teachers. And a lot of this is because marijuana has become very hidden, and teachers—it's not like the days when a kid would walk in and their eyes were red and bloodshot. Right. You know, it's now a kid that's eating a lollipop that's now contains THC. And there's no way to tell that that's what it is. Right. Um, so, to your point about alcohol, um, we know that both are not good for the developing brain. Correct. And both have different impacts to the physiological state of a child, you know, so it's, it's not, I really are one against the other, but I will say that in Denver, uh, which is really the epicenter of Colorado's marijuana today, uh, there are the high school boys now go more to marijuana than they do to alcohol, okay. according to the last state survey.
0: And when was the, uh, the last, uh, state survey?
1: was done in 2015 yeah. um 20 it's done every two years 2017 should be out within a month
0: okay and, and explain, the other big
1: thing we're seeing is go, the the fact that kids don't think it's harmful correct and so the perception of harm um you but the perception of harm that marijuana is doesn't hurt you and it's safe and benign and it, it takes care of every and, challenge in our state and we've already seen that the decline in the perception will cause alcohol and tobacco as kids don't think it's harmful um, to, to entertain it
0: yeah we just um, last week when I was doing the um, episode on the Mara ballot question for um, one of the things that I mentioned like again we haven't even opened up pot shops yet in July um oh they don't open up to july so we're about a month away um and um it's already uh the superintendent at uh one of the um high schools in uh in one of the communities outside of ours has already saw that it's an issue and it's um uh, and they're dealing with that in um in the schools like they they see it um with the kids um actually they even said that um one of the issues is that um, parents are coming to pick the kids up in their high, you know? So it's already an yeah. issue. It's already an issue in the school. And so I, I, as soon as July 1st passes, I, I suspect that it's going to be even more of an issue. And people are always saying, oh, nobody, um, nobody dies from marijuana. Um, but I think it's important, like you said, the undeveloped brain, which we know doesn't development until the age of what? 23, 24, right around there? Give or take.
1: Yeah, actually boys they think now is more in the 26 to 27 range.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right for guys. Yeah. So, um some some so, some guys uh uh like myself probably it it was even later in life uh, the brain development depending on yeah. you, depending on who you talk to, Henny. So, Right, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> but um <coughs> Yeah, so, unfortunately, you know, like, the data is so important uh, because it really lets us know where we're heading and the effects that it's having. And, you know, it it just feels to me like when we finally get a read on this, it's going to be too late because there's going to be a whole uh, group of people that have been affected by this um, and uh, it w- it's some of the effects on the brain, Henny. You guys, I know you've done a lot of um data and research and everything. Can you just um explain briefly like the how it affects the undeveloped mind?
1: Yes, um, what happens, what we've seen is we know first of all that um that kids' brains are not developed as we've just discussed, but also that. Um, the earlier signs that kids are more likely to become an addicted as an adult right. um, to other substances. So early use is, is a big worry. Um, and the fact that all of our data really revolves around a product that's not even sold commercially here. The products are so off the charts with respect to potency because you know, it's very concerning. Um, there's a very big des- disconnect there as well, a big data gap. Right. Um the the other thing is that we're seeing kids suffer from and um, so their acts and you know even if adonis should be legal um, we should all be able to rally around that it's not good for kids and it's and it's very important to encourage kids to delay because of the impacts on their brain and their right. brain development. Um, and to your point, um, that no one's ever died from marijuana, I, I always like to clarify that and say overdosed, because right. we have had deaths in Colorado um, from individuals who are impaired by marijuana. Right. So I do think it's important to make that distinction. Um, and I, I, like to, I like to think that we're about kids Way before we're talking about their death, we're talking about their s- success with their goals and their life, and um, that you know those are the things that we should focus on. Um, not that it's the lesser of all these evils; it's more right. important that we focus on making sure parents are very much educated on really what today's marijuana looks like, and that's a big difference from what it used to be.
0: And I, and again, I think one of the um, you just said a few minutes ago is that. Um I I think the number is what 1 in 1 in 1 out of 6 um kids will end up in um a, a life of an addiction and um you know it starts with cigarettes marijuana alcohol um and um I, I think that's huge um and <coughs> it's um uh, it's it's just, uh, frustrating because of the, um, like you said, the perception is that it's, it's harmless and, um, kids are uh, smoking it because of anxiety, um, which, um, you know, they, they know from tests that it doesn't help, um, if there's any type of, um, mental health.
1: Right. Um,
0: have you guys experienced that too?
1: Yes. As a matter of fact, um, Children's Hospital Colorado has seen, over the last since since we've had uh, commercialization, which began in 2014. Our shop's opened January one, 2014. Um, a sharp increase in the number of adolescents that have come in with and have now required mental evaluations mm-hmm. due to psychotic episodes. And although the data is not there, um, anecdotally, there's a lot of concern that because these high-potency forms of marijuana strip out the cannabidiol, which is what often people use for seizures and for pain, the non-psychoactive portion of marijuana. When that particular component is stripped out and all you've got is left is the pure THC, um, and people think it's the same as the regular old flour that they smoked from the 70s, and um, they're in for quite a rude awakening. It's so a, data collection is key. Yes. And uh, that is one thing I would definitely encourage your policymakers to get, you know, let's not let the milk spill first. Let's start right. collecting data from day one.
0: And so you guys have been doing this since 2013. Um, what, what would you suggest um, to communities? I mean, you know, like here at in Holbrook, we have the Holbrook Cares Coalition, and, and these these ladies really do understand the importance of data, and we've been trying to collect as much as possible. Um, I know um, we've looked at um, Smart Colorado because you guys have a lot of uh, um, excellent uh, information there. So any communities um, in Massachusetts can definitely um, jump over to Smart Colorado, and I'll actually uh, put the website <coughs> up um, underneath this talk so people can click on it and, and go there um, and we've been working slowly with the town to create the bylaws and everything um, to trail try really try to mim- minimal, minimalize um, <coughs> the um, the selling of recreational marijuana in the community or at least even try to zone it in a, in a particular area but uh, I mean we we all know that, the kids are going to get a hold of it. The kids are going to get access to it. Uh, is there anything, like Kenny, that you would suggest as far as, you know, parents? It just seems like we, we, for the first time in a few years, we were finally able to get into the local high school, the uh, Hobart Kids Coalition. We actually kind of piggybacked one of the local community officers who was doing a whole presentation on um, – on drugs in, um, in the adolescents. So we were able to get up and speak briefly a little bit about the marijuana because it's, you know, it's something that we're going to have to deal with now that we're here. Uh, and, and it, there wasn't a lot of parents there. Um, I thought there should be more. Um, but again, um, and, and then, um, I did kind of come away with the fact that they didn't really think it was as harmless you know, that we should be focusing on the opiate problem and all those other problems. Uh, Is there anything, like, is there any suggestions parents could uh, educate themselves? Um, I know there's a lot of things out there. Is there anything that um, Smart Colorado um, did when you guys got started to kind of really educate yourselves in in what was coming?
1: Well, interesting question, and... Unfortunately, the marijuana industry is the one that really drove the policy. And I think that's what you'll probably um, in Massachusetts as well. And because they're the ones that understand the financial implications um, and know what products will make money. So I would highly encourage um, communities wherever they can. First of all, the most important thing really is self. And smart just launched a new website and I'll give it to you because a picture says a thousand words in our book. Yep. Um, it's called it's thcphotos.org. Yep. And it's a non-judgmental site but it gives a a a a really fantastic photo library of products that are sold in our state and we're going to we just launched it in April. And um, we're gonna continue to add to that as products continue to be evolving. And you know, around the opioid crisis, no one can discount the importance that we as a society deal with that. Yeah. But what we have a statistic out here is that you know, 92% of heroin addicts um, identified that they had used marijuana somewhere along the, the process for them yeah. to become an addict. Right. So we can't, we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater and, um, you know, the prevention efforts from your state and your health departments, you know, can't be stressed enough that the taxation monies need to go to public education and public awareness um, to inform the, the, the public. Um, the other thing is get to know who you vote for. Right. And that's from your governor to your state and local representatives, your city council, um, your town leaders your business community, who has a voice, that it's worth taking this thing slowly, thoughtfully, cautiously. Yeah. Limit the commercialization. Crawl before you walk. Colorado shot out of the cannon full force. We didn't have to do that. Right. So now putting the toothpaste back in the tube is very challenging. I encourage you to have political leaders accountable for their decisions and it's not it the money trail is going into the hands of a very powerful industry right and the tax revenues are not all that they've been cracked up to be
0: and that's so, the other. that's the other thing I would just
1: really,
0: you, you guys i mean that was one of the um, the the tax revenue is one of the um big things that they promoted like here, uh, in Massachusetts was that, oh, there was going to be so much money and we're going to fix the schools and fix the right. roads and we're going to fix all these things. And have you seen, have you seen that, um, in Colorado?
1: We have, we definitely have seen tax revenues come into the state, but I think it's important to keep those in perspective, right? The marijuana tax revenues less than one percent of the Colorado state budget, less than one percent. And the money that goes into the schools is, you know, parents and everybody was just shocked three years ago. Everyone's like, where's all our marijuana money? Right. And the, the money is going to the schools, but into a program that deals with capital improvements, a new roof, a new air conditioner, a new heating system which are important, but I think there were many that thought it meant more teachers, more yeah. curricula, more supplies, more support for our students. And one of the things that SMART did, which we're very proud of, is um, secured funding through the state tax revenues for behavioral health specialists to be present in the schools to offer support to kids um, that might need extra support for whatever reason, mental health issues, issues at home, um, understanding substances, that it's not the, it's not the, you know, it's not a medicine. This right. is marijuana is not a medicine. Right. Um, it's, it's a psychoactive component.
0: Well, the, um, the, well, uh, so that's the other thing, um, Henny is that, um, everybody's like, oh, it's a medicine. It's a medicine. Um, but there's really, when it comes to the THC, there's, is there any medical value in the THC? I mean, it's usually the medical side of it is the CBDs, correct?
1: Right. Well, you know, interesting, again, very great, great questions this afternoon, um, and ones that I think really will inform your, your community. The, the, the CBD component, um, in Colorado, there's a new product that's going to be now a marijuana derivative that will be sold at your local pharmacies called Epidiolex, which is to for certain types of seizure control. Right. Smart Colorado supported that because yep. medicine belongs dispensed with a, with a dose that's repeatable. That's um, done by a doctor that has a patient relationship right. and dispensed out of a pharmacy. And so we, even though it was derived from marijuana, we think that has been tested by the FDA, and it's safe. Right. We know we know what's in it. Um, THC, to, to our understanding, um, there's not saying that some that there may not be some some the, the research on that is lagging significantly. Right. Um, I mean, a lot of people will say it helps my anxiety. Well, it might help their anxiety because they're, you know, they're under the influence. Right. Um, That's different than helping your anxiety.
0: Right. Right. No, and I, you know what, I I know, I know a lot of people that smoke it and that that's what they say. They say it helps the anxiety. And I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't, Um, you know, um, and, and, and what I, I'll just let people know as they're watching um, this particular, um, the last. Uh, last week's podcast, this week's podcast, and next week's podcast will all be about marijuana and the upcoming um, pot shops opening up July 1st. If you're 21 and over, um, I personally, I don't really care what you do. Smoke whatever you want. Um, you know, that's your right, and we're not trying to take that away. Um, our concern, and um, and the, it's the same concern as uh, Henny Lassley uh, from Smart Colorado, is that um, – the access and uh, the potency that will now be available um, to our children and the effects that it's gonna have on them. So really all we wanna do here with Rock Bottom to Recovery is to, to put out as much information as possible, accurate information, as accurate as it can be so people can, can look at that and, and make their own decisions and more importantly maybe kind of help um, educate their kids. Um, so that, um, the kids can make a smart choice. And, and I always refer back to this, Henny, is that, um, there's an organization called 84 and, um, it's like 84% of youth no longer smoke. Um, and I think, um, what's important about that is that, um, you know, if you give kids the right information, um, they will make smart choices. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we know that when it comes to tobacco, um. The uh, other thing about that is, tobacco industry has kind of caught on, and what these flavored tobacco um, juices and everything. Right. Um, I know I don't know about Colorado, but um, the um, jewel vape pens or whatever, oh, yeah. very very um, taken off uh, here in in our state. And um, um, you know, again, now you're getting into in their marketing. Um, towards the kids and and that and that should be a fear to parents because like you were saying earlier we're not talking about a plant anymore we're talking about th uh the thc and the oils with a 60 something percent um right uh level in it and so uh you guys have obviously seen um have you you see, vaping is is very big out there with the um kids
1: Yes, vaping is, is of utmost concern. Um, and, again, the problem with vaping is often some of the studies have shown that kids aren't even aware of what they're vaping. They don't know if it's flavored water, if it's nicotine, yeah, or if it's uh, marijuana oil. And Rufini of uh, the company Jules makes a marijuana pod that's sold in recreational pot shops. So, um, you know, there's a lot of confusion and you know, the tobacco industry, again, has, has said this is a safer alternative. Um, but what we're finding, and I th- I've think i even seen some studies out of, I think there was an excellent uh, report from, written by the Boston Globe that said that, you know, kids are now turning from jewels because they're so expensive back to regular cigarettes because they are addicted to nicotine. Oh. So nicotine and, and marijuana oftentimes go hand-in-hand hand as well.
0: Wow. Um, just so you know, Henny, we can see you now again. Do you know that? You're back oh. on the screen.
1: We okay, act- hello.
0: <laughs> yeah, we actually had your picture up. Um, so. Oh, okay. Dylan, what are we at for time? Because I want to I want to make sure that um, we're not taking up 13, 13 minutes. Okay. Henny, listen, just so you know, whenever you have to go, go. Um, um I don't want to hold you up. I know you, you're at a conference. If, if anybody's listening, um, um, Henny's at a conference in the... The uh, Mountains of Colorado, and she's uh, a part of the um, um, Smart Colorado, which is um, geared to educating and bringing awareness um, to parents and children to to make uh, smart decisions when it comes to um, the recreational marijuana. Um, How long have we been going for? Um, uh, 32 minutes, that's good. Uh, we can we can wrap this up. Uh, we I actually did want to ask you one more question, Handy, before we wrap this up, because um, one of the things was public consumption. Um, you know that the the, uh, the ballot question for it was going there'd be no public consumption. Yeah, Colorado had the same thing, didn't they? No public consumption.
1: Yes, we did. Um, the um, amendment. Um, unfortunately, was written in a vague fashion. Yeah. Um, and this, the, the way it was sold before Amendment Sixty Four passed was that this was for private use. Yes. Um, and I think most would say that, that meant in their own home, in their own, you know, pro- property. They, you know, they, that it wasn't meant for bars or, you know, open and public consumption. Right. The city of Denver passed an ordinance two years ago to allow for bring your own marijuana um, but we could not they could not mix it with alcohol there's only been one license that's been issued um, but this past legislative session um, there is a bill going on the way it's actually sitting on the governor's desk that smart and many other um, health organizations have asked for the governor's veto. Because our impression is, in our understanding is that Amendment 64 does not allow for open and public consumption of marijuana. And where our concern is the continued normalization of marijuana use among kids, but also once an individual steps out of one of these organ, uh, institutions or uh, consumption areas, is if they get behind the wheel of a car, right. that puts all Coloradans and others on the roads at risk. And we've seen an upward trend in DUIDs and also uh, 77 marijuana-impaired drivers uh, caused fatalities in our state last year, uh, excuse me, 2016. And um, of those, 16 were under the age of 21. So we are definitely seeing deaths from marijuana that that look different than an overdose. Um, So... We hope the governor will veto because we don't believe this is what the the voters bought when they when they when they uh, approved Amendment 64.
0: Yeah, they did that. They they it's they you know what it's I'm sure it's the same pro-marijuana group um, that was because uh, the Amendment 64 sounds almost similar to um, ballot question four. Yeah, same same thing. Um, well, like I said, we haven't even opened yet yet. Um, pot shops in July, right. but there's already um, a private club where you can bring your own marijuana and smoke. And people are like, oh, you know, it's a safe place. That was they were. That's what they were saying. We want to give people that want to smoke marijuana a safe place. Well, you know what? I, I was thinking a safe place is in your home because you're not leaving and you're not getting in your car and you're not driving right. to and from, which I smell right. it every day I come home. Today, actually, believe it or not, today was the first day I did not smell it coming home. But everybody I talked to was like, Oh man, I smell it all the time. I smell it in the car. Right. Um, you know it's being smelled up at the soccer field. So obviously, the whole public consumption thing, um, yeah, that's not working. So that, I'm sure that'll only get uh, better. I mean, you must smell it everywhere you go in Colorado, too. Correct.
1: It's it's unbelievable, yeah. and it's it's very concerning because behind the wheel of a car, when you when I witness someone getting high. Um, behind the wheel of a car, I, I I just want I just I become very fearful, right? Um, and it's it's very concerning. I you know, becoming impaired. They might be in a bar and then get on get in a car, but right. to actually be driving, knowing they're becoming impaired is 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 deeply concerning. Um, so, you know, we 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 hope that the governor will do the right thing. <laughs> To veto the bill um, because we're, we're very worried. Um, there was a lot of pressure because California has now opened up a recreational market that right. Colorado would lose tourism, um, and there wasn't ever a place for tourists to actually consume marijuana. But even with these open and public consumption areas, the um, we you cannot smoke flower inside because of the Colorado Clean Indoor Air Act. So that puts the highly potent products right Right. right front and center.
0: Yeah, you're um, eliminating. For a tourist. Yeah. Yeah, you're eliminating the plant. Yeah, so and you're you going know, right to the edibles edible. and the, and the, and the um, oils and, yeah. Uh, so an
1: edible, you know, you don't feel the full effects for six to eight hours if right. you're a once-a-week user. So there's a – you know, you don't want to be on the middle of the freeway and have that edible hit you.
0: Right, right. Um, uh, you know, um, yeah, we're in trouble. But I think it's important this this is why we're here again um, to really just educate people let let people make the um, educate yourselves and and hold our politicians accountable uh, because we do have that power they do listen to the voters you yeah. they do and um, you know again with the with the unfortunately this is the downside we have to experience the traffic fatalities and all the other things that come with it um, to truly understand the effects that it's going to have on us. But, uh, and you guys actually did, uh, did you guys have a billboard? Did you guys have a billboard that said don't um, smoke and drive?
1: Um, We have had that. Those were run by the state because 75% of marijuana users admitted that they drove high, even though the state has spent millions on public education to the consumers of marijuana. So there was a big, a public awareness campaign that was done by the Colorado Department of Transportation. A Smart Colorado has also put up several billboards um, that deal with um, marijuana edibles, um, making sure people understand that not all pot's the same. That highly potent pot is much different right. than maybe what they remember from their their youth. Um, and um, yeah, so. We're, we're a visible, we try to be very visible and fill in gaps that we think deserve a little bit of extra attention that the state, obviously their campaigns have to be evidence-based, um, but the research and the science simply has not caught up with the explosion of the, of the marijuana markets. Right. So I just really encourage parents to take a look at thcphotos.org. Understand and learn what today's marijuana looks like and how it's hidden from from youth, and um, that that will be a big big step. And that just because something's legal doesn't mean that we all have to sit back and just let everything happen. Right. We have to be. We have to take charge. We have to hold our accountable, our elected officials accountable. And um, you know we're constantly on Facebook and Twitter. Um, people can sign up for our free newsletter. It um, doesn't cost anything just to stay current on the issue um, because it, really, information is power. Right. And um, you know, we, we're all about, we all should be able to agree, even if someone voted for ballot issue for Amendment 64, that marijuana is not good for kids. And we have to look out for our societal impacts.
0: Right. All right. Henny, this was awesome. I'm so glad you took time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us on Rock Bottom to Recovery. Um, I am going to put that link, uh, thphoto.org. Is that correct?
1: THC. THC. Yes. Yeah, thcphotos.org.
0: .org. Okay. I'm going to actually, I'll put that up and, and we'll actually start sharing that uh, around to the different coalitions and the um the other recovery excellent. groups, uh, to get that word out there. Cause like you said, that picture is very, very powerful. So, uh, and that's excellent. So, um, Henny, uh, what time is it there?
1: Um,
0: 3.15. Uh 3.15. All right. It's 5.18 here. Oh, I think that's probably same as it five. So, uh, five o'clock. So we're, uh, two hours ahead of you. So, uh, Henny, thank you so much, um, everybody. This is uh, Henny Leslie from Smart Colorado. I'm going to put the link to Smart Colorado on uh, the podcast. If you're listening um, on iTunes and PodBeans, we also have a Facebook page. Uh, Smart Colorado has a Facebook page. Um, I'm going to put all that information on there so you can go to to their uh, page and check out the information that's made available. And, um, Henny, thank you so much for the work that you do. You and the smart Colorado crew, you know, you guys are out there looking out for the kids and, and, you know, and that's the most important thing. Um, and we're trying to do the same here. So I, I do truly appreciate you coming on, um, sharing some of your time with us and educating us. So with that said, um, enjoy the rest of your day up in the mountain and, um, and we'll talk thank to you, you soon. And if you ever have anything, Henny, coming up, um, And uh, you know you know how to get a hold of me now. Message me, whatever. we Would love to have you come back on. Let us know where you guys, uh, what you guys have been up to, and what you see, um, you know, happening in your state. Because I'm sure anything that's happening in your state, we're going to need to do in ours too. So, okay.
1: Just remember, you have the power.
0: Yes, we have the power. power. We do it, and that's that is so so true. All right, Henny, have a safe day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye bye.
1: Okay. Bye
0: now. Hey, that was awesome, wasn't it? Um, And my wife is actually watching. And so um, she said THC as in cat, which my wife is a big cat person. So uh, that was kind of cool. I think that was a coincidence, honey. I don't know. But um, uh, Dylan, what is this that you put up here? Many forms of marijuana. Of marijuana. Uh, What are the metal things for? What is that? Oh, okay. And then you hit it with the lighter and whoosh, just like that, right? I learned that last week. Oh, you did? Oh, was that, where'd you learn that? Here or somewhere else well, in I school? Was no. Was like <laughs> <laughs> so you were learning. Yeah. <laughs> so so some of these pictures right here, what do we have? So these are like the oils and stuff come, like the wax, the shatter, um, the butter, the liquid THC, if you could see over here. Ooh, we got some delicious candies right here. Um... Yeah, those are very popular, right? Uh, what are the markers for? Uh, I guess that's how they would like, hide them. Or, like, oh, they'd hide them in the markers. Or like the, some people would like can get high off somehow. I don't know. Oh, probably the, um, probably the ink or something like that. Yeah. And uh, so vaporizing and everything. Um, guys, uh, this is Bill Frow. We're going to wrap this up. Um, As you know, this is uh, the Rock Bottom to Recovery. We're on iTunes, PodBeans. I know I've said that several times. Uh, You guys go and check it out. Like it. Um, Listen to past podcasts. So last week we addressed uh, ballot question four in the state of Massachusetts. And I played a couple of videos of, you know, what they were telling us we were getting and what we actually got instead And again, it's just to educate you guys. It's not to tell if you're 21 and over and you want to smoke marijuana, smoke marijuana. Nobody cares. Uh, Don't drive and smoke and try not to do it in public because it's against the law. Um, But, you know, in the privacy of your own home, smoke a doobie, relax, chill, um, eat a a cupcake or something like that, you know. But, again, what we're trying to do is just uh, put out some more information uh, of what the marijuana that we're getting. That was uh, Henny Lassley from Smart Colorado giving us some information. They've been doing this for a long time. Um, Go back and check out my videos from uh, last week. I thought they were pretty interesting. Professor Tom Dolan, uh, who was a Boston PD, um, was telling us why he thought that the legalization of marijuana was very smart. Unfortunately, in that particular ad, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, none of that stuff has happened yet. As a matter of fact, it's been quite the opposite. Uh, but anyways, uh, this is Rock Bottom to Recovery. I think next week we're going to have SAM, which is the smart approach to marijuana. I'm not sure who the guest speaker is, but um, that's just uh, more information on the whole recreational marijuana um you know what we're dealing with what we're looking at um accidents uh hash oils uh, if you rent a place if you own a home or something and somebody's renting uh i don't know what to tell you there's nothing you can do about it if they want to grow marijuana they can go grow, grow marijuana if you want to take a look and see what that does to the house uh it's actually quite amazing um if they wanted to extract oils while they're growing the marijuana, then there's a possibility that your house could explode because it's extremely flammable when they do those things. So you could also YouTube um, hash oil explosions. Yeah, that one's uh, – there's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, I Actually, maybe not good ones. but uh, So uh, this Rock Bomb to Recovery is also a part of the Hobart Cares Coalition, which is what I belong to. And uh, so we meet on the first Tuesday of every month, 7 to 9 p.m., at the town hall. We have a Facebook page. Um, that you can go and check out we have um, we're always trying to put information on there we originally started um, to deal with the opiate problem and we still do Uh, but you know you can't deal with one issue without looking at the other issues that kind of lead into that and again the whole purpose of it is um Prevention, education, and outreach. We have a ton of resources. We, we do a bed list, I think, every day um, of detox and places that you could possibly get a loved one or a family member in. And that's really all we want to do is just educate and bring awareness to anybody and everyone that has to suffer through addiction, and hopefully with uh, the information that you get can help you get back on track to your recovery. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to sign off. Thank you guys for uh, watching, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. And if you don't agree with what I'm saying, I think that's cool too. Um, if, you, um, if you're if you a marijuana smoker and you certainly want to come on and talk about it, uh, we'd love to have you come on. And, uh, you know, again, we want to be respectful. Uh, But you can speak about your side. Uh, But other than that, be safe, enjoy your week, and we'll talk to you guys. Bye-bye.